0: January 7th. Jim has started probation. 90 days for disorderly conduct, unsupervised. Before that, 10 days in lockup that were supposed to make an impression. That was the idea, at least. But old habits, they do die hard. He's working second shift now, which is not to his liking. Or mine. It throws us together during the day, when Laurel is at school and there's nothing to distract him. He tells me if the eggs are too runny, the bacon too dry, the coffee too bitter. He watches while I wash the breakfast dishes to make sure they're properly cleaned and towel-dried. Sometimes he criticizes the pace, but if I'm slow, it's because I'm deliberate. Two years ago, a wet plate slipped from my hands and broke on the floor. He called me Butterfingers and twisted my pinky till it snapped. It was a clean break, he said, and would heal on its own. It did, but the knuckle is misshapen and won't bend anymore. I clean the house exactly the same way every day. I tie myself when I vacuum each rug. I clean the dishes in the same order, with glasses and utensils first, and heavy pans last. I count every sweep of the sponge mop. I spray polish on the same corners of the kitchen table, in the same order, before I fold a cloth four times and buff the wood to a streakless, lemony shine. It doesn't mean he won't find some fault. The rules are fickle, but it lessens the likelihood. Around 2 p.m., after he showers and pulls on his freshly laundered uniform, slings his Sam Brown belt around his shoulder, and holsters his Glock 22, I brace as he kisses me goodbye on the cheek. When the door shuts behind him and his expedition backs out of the drive, my muscles finally begin to unknot. Sometimes they twitch as they do. Sometimes I cry. It wasn't always like this. In the beginning, I was content to be a homemaker, even if I felt like a throwback. And Jim seemed pleased with my efforts, if not always my results. I learned quickly he was a traditionalist, each gender in its place. At the time, I thought it was quaint, not fusty. I called him a Neanderthal once, and he laughed. I would never call him that now. Not to his face. He had his moods, and with experience I could sense them cooking up. First came the distracted look. Then he'd pull into himself. His muscles would grow rigid, like rubber bands stretched too tight, his fists clenching and unclenching like claws. I'd rub his shoulders, his neck, his back, and he'd be grateful. He'd pull through to the other side. But over time, the black mood stretched longer and longer, the respites shorter and shorter. Something was rotting him from the inside out like an infection. The man I'd married seemed to be corroding right in front of me. I learned not to touch him unless he initiated it. If I so much as brushed against him, even by accident, he'd hiss and pull away, as if my flesh burned. I met Jim West ten years ago on a grassy field one October morning, just as the sun crested the Sandia Mountains east of Albuquerque and shot a bolt of light onto his dark mahogany hair, rimming it with silver. He was tall and powerfully built, with sweeping dark brows, a Roman nose, Cheeks ruddy from the cold and the barest stubble. I thought he was beautiful. It was the first day of the annual balloon fiesta, and Jim was tugging hard on a half acre of multicolored nylon, laying it out flat on the frosty ground. He was volunteering on a hot air balloon crew, preparing for the mass ascension. All around were a hundred other crews, a hundred other bright balloons in various stages of lift, sucking in air, staggering up and up, like some great amorphous herd struggling to its feet. Jim planted himself in the throat of the balloon envelope, spread eagle, arms wide like da Vinci's Vitruvian Man, holding it open so a massive fan could blow air inside. The balloon streaming behind him was bucking as it inhaled, and Jim trembled and frowned with the cold in the effort. His dark eyes swept the crowd, many of us students from the university, and when they lit on me, they stopped. His frown lifted. He shot me the lopsided grin I hadn't yet learned to hate. And shouted something I couldn't make out over the-